When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Rich Eisen Show. And we thank you for sharing that with us. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Name, image, and likeness is here. And about every player. Open up your checkbooks a little bit more for our collective. I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show. Saints wide receiver Jarvis Landry. ESPN senior baseball writer Jeff Passan. 49ers tight end George Kittle. Still to come. Colts defensive end Yannick Ngakwe. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Lots to talk about in this hour. If you missed George Kittle um, talking Trey Lance, Depot, and his tight end university, Debo. or Jeff Passan talking baseball, Aaron Judge, and uh, uh, hand manicures, <laughs> uh, in hour number two, uh, go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. There is some news on the Baker Mayfield and um, uh, Deshaun Watson front. We'll hit that in this hour. TJ Jefferson, um, your big-ass grab bag, a, a Friday staple, uh, returns after uh, last Friday. We A uh, couple Fridays. Is that right? Yeah, it's been a while. Know. Well, good. Um, we're, we'll be doing that later on in, in this hour. Uh, Chris Brockman in his spot and uh, DJ Mikey D uh, in his spot. DJ Mikey, Mikey D, D. Is in, as in D's nuts burr, burr, burr. Um, in their spots. Uh, you, where you are, making phone calls. We'll take your calls in this hour as well. 844-204-RICH is the number dial. <laughs> I'm here, you're there. You stay there, I'll stay here. Uh, and joining me here on the Rich Eisen Show, Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, now of the Indianapolis Colts, uh, by way of uh, Maryland, the Maryland Terrapins and uh, Jacksonville Jaguars and a handful of other teams, one of the top pass rushers in the game, Yannick Ngakwe, Ngakwe here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, Yannick? I'm doing great. Thank you, Rich, for having me. I am doing just... How are you feeling? I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm good. How's your Friday going today? Man, it's going great so far right now. It's... Uh... A lot of storms going on right now in South Florida, so I'm just staying in the house right now. Oh, you're you're calling in from South Florida right now? Y- yes, sir. Okay. So then, uh, did you go to the Miami Heat game last night? Did you go there? Did you do that? Uh, no, I haven't. I, no, I didn't go to the game at all. No. no okay. Are you all. are you hoops fan at all? You need? Are you a basketball fan? Uh, I watch from time. I watch from time to time. Yeah, when it gets to the playoffs and get to the uh, bigger things, I definitely like to tune in. But yeah, man, I'm just enjoying the home. Just enjoying uh, spending time with the pup, man. So. Bless. Oh, the pup! Tell me about your tell me yeah. about your dog. You need tell me about yeah, your dog. Yeah, I have a Belgian Malinois. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that breed. Uh, the military uses that uh, dog, uh, the breed, a lot. Law enforcement. So uh, he's only two years old. I got him two years ago, and 
we've been tight ever since. My guy. Okay. Uh, what's your What's your dog's name? What'd you name your dog? His name is Seven, like the number. So you know, God created the earth in seven days. So that's why I went with that whole meaning. Of, you know, he was a special thing to me. So I'm a, a big, big religious guy. So uh, that was the meaning behind his name. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I do know uh, Belgian Malinois. Um, I have three children. There's a game that we play okay. called Dog Bingo, where um, I never th- I never thought I'd be talking about this with Unique Ngakwe, but I am. Um, but it's Dog Bingo, and uh, the tiles that you pull out of the bag are all different breeds of dogs, and, and that's one of them. So I know exactly what that is. Uh, it helped me get Bingo one time to, to uh, vanquish my children in a game in my house. So, yes. I know exactly I like what that. that is. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's get to the um, the Indianapolis Colts of it all and uh, and what you have found uh, already first blush with your new teammates, Unique. Yeah, man, absolutely, man. I'm just excited, super excited, you know, starting from uh, top down. Like, those guys uh, definitely have uh, everything in place to be able to win a championship, starting with our quarterback with Matt. He's just bringing in that veteran presence, uh, that savviness to, you know, just – lead this team and, you know, going to the defensive side of the ball, even though I've, I've missed out a couple other players on the offensive side of the ball, like Jonathan, Quinn Nelson, guys like that. But going to the defensive side of the ball, you have guys like uh, young guys like Quiddy, uh, all pro guys like Buckner, uh, Darius. You got guys that can fly around the ball, uh, Stefan. Uh, so if we can just put the pieces together, you know, from all three phases, I feel like this team could be very, very special with we can definitely uh, control the AFC South. Well, I mean, you know, uh, you, you mentioned some very special uh, players and people. DeForest Buckner's been a frequent guest on this show. Um, and then uh, the fellow behind you and Darius Leonard is no joke, as you know. That guy's absolutely, absolutely. So what, what have you found? What have you what, what have you found in talking to them? so far i mean in being with them and these guys just like me these guys work hard they're humble you know uh guys that show up each and every day ready to work willing to work man those are guys that i want to play with and you know go to war with every sunday guys that have the the same mindset and mentality as me you know just always respecting the game of football you know through uh the little details man so those guys implement that each and every day and that's why i can ride with those dudes any any have you connected with matt ryan at all Unique. Oh yeah, for sure. We we texted when uh when both trades happened. You know, um, his trade in specific. As soon as he got traded, you know, uh, we we uh, connected and uh, we just told each other that we're ready. You know, to uh, help lead this uh, team. You know, to a uh, championship. So that's our whole goal right now. And uh, Matt is super excited. Uh, I was there for a team meeting and Matt just got in front of us and you know told us his vision of what he's uh foresees in this team. You know, uh, for this twenty 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 two season, man. So. We're just we're all excited and we're all we're all buying into what's going on. All right. Well, um, I want me more meat on those bones. So you're 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 having a team meeting and um, Frank Wright says, "Here's Matt," or Matt raises his hand and says, "I'd like to say something." I mean, what happened? What happened there? Yeah, Matt. So basically, uh, Coach Frank he uh, he uh, gave Matt the floor. You know, Matt. Uh, it was already you know pre-discussed that Matt will uh, speak to the team and mm-hmm. just the nuggets that Matt was giving us within that discussion. Uh, was super, super critical uh, to uh, basically absorb because what he was saying was were the keys and the the certain uh, details that we need to follow in order to come together as a team to win a championship. And it all starts in the offseason. You know what I'm saying? People want to wait till the season and try to come together and build this camaraderie when the camaraderie 
it starts in the training camps. You know, when you when you're tired and you and and, and, and your body you got a hammy or you got a groin or something going on, but you're still pushing through those through those times together as a team. Those are when uh, championship teams are built. So, you know, he just kind of hinted on that. Have you met uh, Jim Irsay yet? You crossed paths with him, unique. Haven't, haven't, haven't yet. No, sir. He's an interesting cat. That guy, I'll tell you that. Okay, he cool. is. He's got he's got a mil, he's got a million um, you know uh, items from the history of rock and roll. Uh, it's amazing. The guy is he's deep and he's been around the the, the game quite a bit. You know, if you're okay. into if you're into music, you can have a great conversation with him. That's for sure. Absolutely. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. He, Thanks for telling me that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just as a conversation starter, you know, along with you know, uh, give me more money. I mean, that would be favorite. <laughs> you know, you could do that. Absolutely. You could do yes, that. Sir. How have you? How's your game improved since you uh, first came off the campus uh, at Maryland? Well, you... man, my game has improved. Um, I would say in numerous ways. You know, uh, just you know, recognizing. The question uh, is, will I? First of all, uh, my weaknesses. You know, every I player was in control of my golf weaknesses. ball pretty much the entire way. Yeah, those couple par threes uh, on the front nine got I me a little like bit, but um, one thing overall, yeah, just really, really pleased with how the round went, and uh, you know, nice to nice to get off to a good start in a major championship for a change. Uh, within the situation, for instance, in a two-minute situation, the game is on the line. Instead of trying to, you know, jump the snap count, you know, you really, you really got to keep the ball because so. Let me play you the, the offense would have would take advantage of any opportunity and situation to be able to get as much yards as possible. So just little, you know, uh, details like that. And then also, you know, just uh, always being the, your biggest critic, you know what I'm saying? And I want to be an overall, uh, just overall great player. You know, you mentioned early in the conversation as you uh, – Introduced me. You said that uh, you know one of the best pass rushers, but I want to be considered you know one of the best football players. You know, yeah, I feel like this course and, uh, it lets you be pretty aggressive off the tee if you want to be. So I, be I hit, hit quite a lot of drivers right there and, and took advantage you know, uh, of my length against, and you know, you know play finished that off with some nice iron play you know, run plays, uh, some nice play. When I'm in a six technique, a four so technique, a five familiar? technique, you know, just being stout on every single aspect of the game. One more, yeah. That's my goal, and uh, that's why I feel like I've, I've been playing well. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, no fewer than eight sacks in any of your seasons, including in ten last year in I Vegas. I think when your game's feeling like that, um, it's you know, just I know a we talked about right the hearing really, now, you know, but just you know, going back a few pages well here, and, um, um, just what sort was of it like in Vegas last year for that one season? Unique. That's the one. Oh man, I feel like it was a a transition period just for me, not as a football player, but just you know, as a man. Going through those, you know, few teams, you know, after Jacksonville, it kind of just instilled, like, um, I would say a, a certain grit about myself, you know, to being able to endure certain situations, even though, you know, uh, you're not, you're not in full control of it. So, um, you know, that's why I just trust the God, man. And being able to have a successful season and being it's able to, 14. you know, meet, uh, Coach Marinelli was a blessing a and they all played a part in the man I am today. So, I think when your game's um, feeling like that, it's just a matter of going right there and really, you know, sticking to your that, game plan, uh, executing as well as you well, yeah, I, 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 the, the reason um, why I bring it up is, you know, I've been around this almost 20 years now, uh, with the NFL network and I, I just don't recall a season like anything last year about what was happening in the locker room where the coach was there and then he's gone. Uh, what happened with Henry Ruggs in that awful moment where uh, somebody's life was taken. Um, and, and, and that what Absolutely. that must have been like in the locker room that entire season for you, Unique, and your teammates. Yeah, man. You know? Oh, yeah. It was definitely a difficult situation to go through. And, um, 
but it shows you that the character and the heart of that team to be able to uh, endure and go through all those uh, obstacles and adversities and be able to still, you know, get a spot in the playoffs, man. You know, special shout-out to every single player that was part of that, you know, 2021 season I've been with playing the well Las Vegas Raiders because yeah, they all played a major part in uh, allowing us to advance that far in the season. And then that last game of the year, too, the regular season, um, were you were you anywhere near the coach making his decision about whether to kick that field goal or just take the tie and let everybody go to the playoffs? Or you wanted to win and, and stick it to the Chargers? What was that like on the sideline that night? Oh man, it was it was it was crazy because it just showed like, oh man, the, the confidence like Coach Versaccio he had in our team and you know he was our interim, but he was also our special teams coach. So it was ultimately his decision, and you know that decision was you know you know life changing. We we did something special, man. The Raiders weren't we haven't been to the play when I was a Raider. We weren't in the playoffs for you know a few years, you know five however long it was. So to be able to do that and like you said previously endure all those events that you know never really happened to a, uh, a football club it, it just shows like how special those men were is it true though that they were you you were gonna go for the tie until uh i guess um uh, you know the chargers took a timeout do you remember that whole I'm sequence you knew okay. i don't um, actually don't remember the whole sequence uh, uh back to back like that but i'm pretty sure it has something to do like that i was just you know i had my head down the whole time i was just ready to go to the playoffs <laughs> I'm, that, I'm, that i'm sure uh so are you circling the jacksonville games the two jacksonville games on your oh, schedule no, no 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 hard feelings no 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 hard well, feelings the at studio all. probably has it they wouldn't have jacksonville the because well, i was the first have you know team to uh, believe in me and give me an opportunity uh, to be I mean, able to show my talent. So at the end of the day, it's always all love. Yeah, just going to treat it like another, you know, Sunday yeah, game. And to put out yeah. there, you know, for uh, for anybody, yeah, you know, I mean, they try to you blow know, up I don't this, know how the you know, Raider thing where I'm trying to, it's a, a revenge game or something like this. Not no revenge, you know, revenge game. Every commercial aired it'll be treated like every other opponent. You know what I'm saying? This is a game. It's a game that we like to have. As far as as, as as Americans, it's a fun sport. You know, we grew up on it, and that's how I'm treated. Yeah, you got the, you got the Vikings, too. They only it's kind of like a, a, a reunion tour for you coming up on your schedule. Absolutely. I saw Absolutely. that. I saw that. <laughs> so you said you texted Matt Ryan. You said you texted Matt Ryan when, when he came aboard, right? And, and vice versa. So uh, oh, yeah. you've known him for a while? You've known Matt for a while? No, nah, we've just known each other, you know, through being competitors and competing sure. each and every Sunday. Okay. Does, yeah. does anybody, just to, just in, in first blush, being around him and being around him as a teammate, does anybody refer to him as Matty Ice there in, in, in Indianapolis? Yeah. Unique? I'm anybody? Sure I've heard that a few times. Really? They, sure ref- they, they call him Matty Ice? That's what he, does he say? Yeah, call, I've, does he heard, say? I've, heard, I've heard Matty. I've heard Ice a couple of times. Ice? Oh, <laughs> yeah, like I've he's in Top Gun. Ice man. Okay, so um, so does he say, call me Matty Ice? Does he say that, hey, I'm, I'm Matt Ryan, call me Matty Ice? He says, hey, I'm Matt. You know, he's not going above and beyond. He's one of the most, you know, uh, humble, clean-cut guys you'll meet. I know. He really is. So if you want to mess with him, I've got a way for you to mess with him oh, if, you, if you're for that unique <laughs> I've been okay. I've been trying to I've been trying to get him to change his nickname to calling him the natural for like 15 years and he refuses it to the point where my guys can't even bring a, a ma- believe that I don't even want to look at you. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. So just go up to him and say, "Hey, hey natural, how you doing?" Just next time, just just he'll, casually. He'll, he'll know. He'll know, he'll know, he'll, he'll you'll stop him in his tracks and he'll say, "What?" Like that it'll be it'll be a great moment and then he'll probably slag on me, but it just any time 
anybody can just throw that at him when he's least expecting it. It would be, it would be, uh, yeah, I'm just asking. I know we've, we've just met and I'm asking for a favor. Just next time say, hey, Matchel, what's going on? That's it. And just keep walking. See what he says. I got that in the notebook. Got you. Write it down. Yeah, write it down. Hey, Matchel, what's going on? That's it. That's it. Yes, sir. Okay, Yannick. Thank you so much. Let's let's do this more often. Uh, enjoy hanging with Absolutely. seven. Enjoy hanging with the with seven, and uh, and and uh, we'll see you go dominate this fall. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate you for having me. Uh, anytime, Yannick and Gakway, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. There you go. You with us, Curtis? I have no shame. What are you talking? About? What's your problem? What do you have a problem with that? Here's, it's here's, great. It's great. Just like again, we got. I got to follow up with Chris Ballard. Like, wait, hey, have you you said you were going to put it on social media? We're going to do that. I, I'm. I mean, again, he's the general manager. He generally manages things. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it up to him, but I could, I, I do need to sort of lob in a text, say, hey, it's been a couple of weeks. Are you, what, what are you doing? But anytime somebody can go up to him and do that, it's, it's kind of like Costanza. Like Costanza. Like you're, you're humming something later on that day. My I'm prob- everywhere. My problem is this. I'm everywhere. My problem is this. Yeah. My problem is this. How many Super Bowls did Matt win with the Falcons? Westwood Zero. One Sports presents this special report on the 104th PGA Championship, sponsored yeah. by Ferguson. Why are you Trey messing Pro. with Save that? time in your work. This guy, needs, mess with this that. guy needs to be laser Justin focused, locked in all the time. And you're having his teammates, his general manager. Yeah. I'm sure you're going to get his head coach involved at some point. Rory McIlroy was on top at the end of Thursday five under. And like throw him off and screw him up. Like why are you doing that? Matt is your friend. See, you're taking this the wrong way. No, I'm making it. I think it, no, when no, your game's no, feeling no, no. like that, it's just You're making it all really about you. No. To and you need to think plan. about the Colts. I am. How about this? Sort of May I flip the script a bit? The answer is yes, because I have the microphone here. Central. So, Tiger Woods here we go. In the same group as Rory. Let me Tiger ask you a question, has to show Chris. Some urgency to How many Super Bowls did Matt Ryan win with the nickname Matty Ice? number one, Scotty Scheffler, double bogeys. How many Super Bowls has he won with the nickname? You're making it about you. How many Super Bowls has he won with the nickname Matty Ice? You asked me a question, I gave you the answer. I'm not asking you a question. How many answers? This, this is a, this How is, many? What do they call it? A false equivalency? That's not wrong. This is a false equivalency. How many there we go. Well, you don't have to act. You don't have to sound like you're, you know. Okay. Zero. You have mice and men over How there. How many is he one with the metro? Maybe, maybe. This, this is, you know, this is a particular beef that he has with you and you have with him. Got nothing to do with me and Mike, so I just. Yeah, there. I'm just kind of sitting here as an outsider. Yeah, this has nothing to do. But with you guys it. think it's preposterous? It's okay to back me up here. I. I honestly, I feel it's a little preposterous that you get so angry about it. Yes. But at the same because point, because Matt is trying to win a Super Bowl, and you're having his teammates, you're wasting valuable on air time yeah, with so, them. So to when you talk about in, this dumb nickname that we, he doesn't want for ten years running, I'm getting the. And, like, that, and you're having him screw with him when he's like, so other silly. things to focus on. I yeah. get the feeling that Brotman doesn't necessarily enjoy the fun aspect of this show. So after nothing about the natural conversation after any loss, the last after, decade has been fun. After any loss the Colts have, Matt Ryan will go to the podium and say, I take full responsibility. I was just totally distracted by that time six months ago that Unique <laughs> Ngakwe said, hey, Matchel, Rich Eisen's to blame. Uh, normally, uh, normally I say look in the mirror, but I'm looking at Rich. I hope one day I get to hang Sorry, out Colts with Matt fans. Ryan and we can have a real conversation about the natural nickname. Let's do and it. And how much he hates it. Let's do it. We'll do it over natural ice beer, <laughs> which I'm sure he loves to drink because that's what he got a nickname in high school 
This is a n- Yo, not a nickname worthy of a man. You know, you know, the, you know, ice doesn't just re- uh, refer to beer, right? You're aware of that, Natty Brett Kavanaugh? Ice. That's I what mean, you call him. Jeez, let it go. Let it go. I'm, I'm trying to help you. Let's take a break. Can we watch Frozen? You. When we come back, um, there yeah. is there is a report involving Baker Mayfield, and um, and I want to hit on that because there's something that's coming around the corner uh, about Deshaun Watson that I think is going to affect all this. That's all coming up on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit gametime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. So um, the story that's out there right now from our friend Jeff Howe of The Athletic. You know, he's formerly, wasn't he with the, in, in Boston? He covered the Patriots for a long time. He was, time, right? yeah. He's a national columnist now. I right think. now for The Athletic. Yeah. Um, said that the Baker Mayfield situation is that the Browns, Panthers, and Seahawks are all in what's called a quote-unquote a holding pattern. The Panthers and Seahawks have shown interest in acquiring Mayfield, says Jeff, but the Browns haven't been willing to absorb enough of his fully guaranteed $18.858 million salary. There had been some progress in the negotiations between the Browns and the Panthers before Carolina picked up Matt Corral. Neither team has ruled out acquiring Mayfield, according to Jeff. Unclear how far apart the sides have been, but the Browns want their contractual intake to be commensurate with the asset they receive in return. They don't have much leverage, as they point out. However, the the Browns could fear. Here it it comes. Here it comes. You know it's coming. It comes in every report about Baker Mayfield. Well, maybe they're holding on to him just in case uh, Deshaun Watson gets suspended. 
The Browns, meanwhile, could theoretically keep Mayfield through 2022 if a trade doesn't materialize. If they do release him, absorbing the full $18 million, um, they have to believe the Panthers or Seahawks have to pay him more than $1 million, which is part of their leverage play if they release him. Okay. The Browns are also daring the Seahawks, according to Jeff and Panthers, to roll with their current quarterbacks. And he points out this, too, which is interesting because we don't really talk about it. Mayfield's re- rehabbing his, uh, his left shoulder. So he can't practice right now, and thus everybody remains stuck in a holding pattern. So if the Browns are waiting for the other two teams to panic and say, we don't like our guys, we got to go get Mayfield. And if the other guys are waiting to see if the Browns are going to release Mayfield, it's like that, what, that Spider-Man meme where they're both pointing at each other, (laughs) right? Isn't that what that, that's what it's kind of like right now? Yeah. Yeah. And... If the Browns part of their gambit, which I said I think is a waste of their time, that they're going to turn to Mayfield and they have to hold on to him to learn the fate of Deshaun Watson until they learn that fate. Like, what is the answer of the commissioner's or the league's suspension of Watson? And we had Mike Florian earlier this week to talk about... um, the NFL and Watson getting together for the first time and how depositions that are being taken in the civil lawsuits that um, snippets are becoming public about Watson's under oath testimony about what happened in these massage rooms and vice versa from the point of view of the masseuse and how these come out and affect the course of whatever suspension that could be coming and certainly the public discourse of this whole matter that Mayfield's going to be waiting a long time it appears to find this out because the league hasn't acted yet and part of the reason why the league hasn't acted yet as you could see they haven't done their whole full investigation and then these things come out in dribs and drabs well the dribs and the drabs are coming out apparently next Tuesday in one big Real sports feature, Soledad O'Brien sitting down, according to HBO, with multiple accusers of Deshaun Watson. Look out. That's coming to a home box office sit down near you. So, and that's why the league can't, can't, Act. I guess they can act and leave the window open that we could add more games if we see fit. I, I, I don't. Mayfield is in the middle of this whole thing. This holding pattern. It sure looks like it's going to go to July, because what if if the Browns are waiting for the the Panthers to go? Uh oh, Darnold's. We can't go in with just corral behind Darnold, or Darnold may not be the guy. We like Baker. We're gonna. We want that competition. Uh, oh, we got to get Mayfield in here. What what what's going to spur that on? An, an organized team activity practice, uh, a, a Zoom team meeting in in the meantime. Like that's going to bring it on. Shane Waldron, the OC up in uh, in Seattle, the I guess last individual to be that uh, barrier between Russ and cooking. He's the uh, OC still in Seattle. 
saying Gino's got the leg up on Drew Locke. And every time you hear that, anybody who's from New York City is like, get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) But quarterbacks can improve. And and we do say all the time in our media and on this show, and we've heard people come and say, Gino played pretty well, but that's always higher register. Gino played pretty well. Very higher register. Came in in that game in which Russ got his finger hurt and, you know, didn't win. And then how many games did Geno win last year? How many? Uh, One. Beat Jacksonville. So the Seattle Seahawks are really going to go into this season with Geno as quarterback and Drew Locke is losing a battle with Geno Smith. Like, really? Is that really happening? Yeah, that's what's really happening. When it's just windy and the the greens get all they are, then it's so difficult. You you should take them at their word. But if they are hedging their bet, at what point will they cut bait? An OTA? It's a little in frustrating which both Locke and, and Gino had the ball hit the ground too much for Pete's like afternoon, it. But I just tried to embrace no, it and just say, you know, there's going to gonna have to be a best player from your wave. There's going to have to be a best round from your wave. And, really and then Mayfield, wherever it. he goes, is going to be like learning the offense and behind the eight ball. And... But what is he going to do? Sit back and say, say something? He can't. And that was another thing that I, I you know, when I said the G... T-F-O-H, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's what he will say to the Browns when they come to him and say, hey, man, we need you. We need you. We need you. Deshaun's not here for the first half of the season. Yeah. We got we, we to gotta have you. There's some sand. Pound it. That's what I, that's what it, I think <laughs> he should say. He should say because, well, no, and the answer is, well, he's, he's got to start. It's his best way to show that he can still play. Well, his best way to show that he could still play last year was him playing hurt, and everybody said he shouldn't have done that. Right. So he's going to actually do that for a team that's going to – Tell him the curtain closes on his season eight eight weeks in, and that eight week period that's going to be your calling card for your next job, or do you just sit back and let everybody wonder who you are, like he's doing right now? I feel bad for him. You're man. back, especially since part of this you want to talk about what's not in his control is waiting for the hammer to be brought down on Deshaun Watson. You know, we're off next Wednesday because we're going to be coming home from the sports Emmys, hopefully with, uh, with a trophy in the, uh, in the two. overhead bin. Yeah, two, 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 two. Well, one's for me. Yeah, you're going to be my, honest. My uh, individual one. Make that three. Okay. With those three. Oh, goodness, Mike. But that's not the Rich Eisen show. I'm just saying for us here, Mike, not to. Congrats on your MLB Fox win. And by the way, Rich, I hope you get it, Mike. You winning the he one, I will take. It. I will take a I congr- great deal of joy you. in you winning because I feel like but we all help you. If we were on the air next Wednesday, I guarantee you, um, that's going to be our lead story Thursday, oh, barring something crazy stuff. that happens in 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 the NBA. I, I'm assuming. Yeah. I mean, as you know, Soledad O'Brien does not play play <laughs> around. So I, I I don't know. Yeah, this is going to be. And again, like I said, even if it's just like okay, Deshaun, you're out for the first half of the season. He's just going to accept that. He won't appeal it. All right, now you're out for the six games of the season. Hey Baker, we need you for six. You got a six. And what is Jacoby Brissett supposed to think about that? Right. I know. Just like uh, hey Jacoby, he's I'm, like I'm I, nobody, you know I I, you know? I have actually won quite a bit of football games in this league. 
I can get you four out of six. I'm sure he knows his position. I can get you three out of six. I can get you five out of six. I I believe I can get you six out of six. Run the ball and play some defense. Maybe in a way that you didn't for Baker consistently last year. And that's what's up right now. That's what's up. Holding pattern, none of it he can control. But he is being quiet. And when I said the GTFOH, I'm like, that's what he should say Mm -hmm. if they come to him at some point and say, we need you to start. He'll be like, release me. Let me go somewhere else. I'm not putting my body on the line for you again. Look what happened to me the last time I did that. And I'm not saying he should say that right now. I got a lot of that, like saying, hey, uh, you, you... you know, Baker's doing the right thing by staying quiet. He is. I mean, what else can he say? He said his piece on the on on the podcast, him saying that he was disrespected, didn't go over well. Because, you know, if you believe Deshaun Watson is a viable player and a viable citizen and it isn't going to get, you know, jail time, which at the time, you know, we had just learned he wasn't going to face that in Houston. And you feel like that's your that's a guy you can go get. We would consider that an upgrade at the position over most quarterbacks in the NFL. What's the disrespect? Certainly if they told him at the combine, they were going to go down that road. So that didn't suit him very well. I'm just saying the the GTFOH is, if they come to him and say, hey man, uh, Deshaun's out for a lot of games, we need you. Let's take a phone call. Uh, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Jimmy in San Antonio. How you been, Jimmy? Que paso? What's going on? Uh, hola. Well, let's see. <clears throat> I got to talk about Texas A&M. I'm a former student. But first, I wanted to talk about Run Rich Run and remind people they can donate. Thanks, and brother. I wanted to let you know, Rich, that I'm going to be good for a hundo after hey. we hang up. Thank you. Because, uh, yeah, dude. I appreciate that. Stuff? Every dollar counts, man, and that's incredibly generous. Thank you so much, Jimmy. I appreciate well, that. My friends, my friends asked about your four, five, six, and I said that was your Uber rating, not your forty time. <laughs> oh, that's correct. That is correct. How, how are you with sixteen-time one-star general? Those people are crazy. Well, I have a theory about it, Jimmy, and um, it's dicey to bring that theory up. Uh-oh. To be very honest oh, with you, are we, are we steering it up again? Um, it's it's. I have a theory about it, and like I said, it's dicey to bring it up. All right, well, let me just get to A and M then, real quick. Sure, so I don't <laughs> stir the pot up. Uh, Jimbo Fisher called the Aggie win over Alabama last year, before the season, and now. With this stuff, we have a legit SEC rivalry as long as Jimbo and Nick are around. This is going to be great. Oh, of course. It's, it is. And this is now always going to be the subplot and subtext of the entire thing. No question about it. And, well, then but, that explains why those T-sips in Austin, uh, the Longhorns are following the Aggies. The Aggies are setting the precedent. Well, they have uh, certainly the Aggies have zoomed past. The College Station has zoomed past uh, Austin. And thanks for thanks for the call and thanks for the donation, Jimmy. I greatly appreciate that. You're welcome, buddy. You got it. But be careful what you wish for with that rivalry with A and M and Alabama. Be very careful what you wish for. Yeah, right. So my theory on the on the sixteen one stars. Yeah. Okay. It's difficult because the person who would retort is currently on a plane right now. Oh, no. Are you really going to do this? 
Rich, as your attorney and as head of HR, Uh-oh. I advise against this, what you're about to do. Um, this person knew I, I might bring it up and wanted to call in, so I'll bring it up another time when that person is available to call in. Fair. That person is my wife. No. <laughs> my wife. My wife. How does one bring that up oh, with God. your wife? Oh, it's a dicey situation. Because I'm like, I don't recall ever being in a spot where I've upset the Uber driver. So you share the Uber account, though? Well, you don't share the Uber account. We have shared oh. Uber rides together Uh-oh. on my account. Oof. So those 14, There's been a CSI ones? forensic oh. investigation. Oh, no. Uh-oh. So now you're going in to see. And there, oh. there's only one person I've ridden in an Uber who has... Vocally complained about cologne. Oh, gosh. oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. oh, 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 don't stop, stop, stop. About, oh, gosh. about, Tell them to plead the fifth. About, stop, stop. plead the fifth. Stop. This Wait. is this is where about. we're sitting next to each other. I put the hand over the mic. I yeah. pull you to the Remember side. Remember the Godfather. I pull you to the side, yeah. and I say about those things that hang from the rearview mirror that have some sort of scent to them. Oh. Trees. A few years ago, somebody might have smoked in the car just oh. before we got in. Oh. And somebody might we actually say under their breath, potentially audibly heard by the driver, it. stuff like, is it stinking oh. here? Is it not stinking here? Oh. Anybody who's ridden in an, ridden in an oh. Uber with their wife knows what I'm talking about. Oh. 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 There may have been a couple of rides where there was a window opened and a foof. <laughs> Audible noise. She's on a plane now. She wanted Uh to call in because she knew this was going to be discussed because she heard us talking about it. Susie heard us talking about it yesterday. Because that was going to be my next question. How did you you bring this up last night? She heard us talking about it. And then she said something when you got home. She's like, like, wait, how do I I find out what my rating is? I... And you're like, you uh, share the account, but I think it's personal. Wait, her rating? Her rating is not pretty. Sub four? Oh, not sub four. No, no. I mean, she's not a monster. It's my wife. It's my wife. What are you talking about? Hold on. Hold on. Please. Is it below yours? Oh! (laughs) I don't want to confirm (laughs) or deny. (laughs) But all I'm saying... Is, is it, I feel here, bad. I feel on, bad because she's. On. She even said. She even said. Should I call in before I get on the plane? And it just didn't get. I, I wasn't planning on bringing it up until next week when she had an opportunity to uh, be available to talk about it. Is it below RG 3s forty time? <laughs> <laughs> it's in that very oh respectable God. neighborhood. Oh. God, that is so bad. And next time Susie comes in, <laughs> but she doesn't take a lot of rides. It, she doesn't take a lot of rides, so it would just take one one such rating to. Yeah, because she's on my. Hit. She yes, like she's not. I think it's more. Are you. Uh oh. Remember, that's the first thing I oh, asked so you. All I'm day. saying is you like I'm, I I do need to look in the mirror. Plausible if it's my if it's my kind, it's sort of it's sort of like uh, the it's sort of like the the league's uh, um uh steroid policy. <laughs> If you it's found you in your should, system, it's yours. You should know what goes. It's in, your in my system. You should know what goes in your system. And you have to own what's in your what's in your body. Oh. Oh. So what's in my Uber car, I have to own. <laughs> Get your house in order. I mean, Rich. And all I'm oh, saying. This is going to be great. Wow. Is that part one is amazing? Okay. Part that's two. part one. Part two. two. Part two will be as we 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 know in the business the retort. 
By the way, the Godfather Part Two better than one. Oh, it's going to so be better when Susie gets better. a chance to oh, respond. But Jimmy brought it up from San, I mean, San Antonio. I wasn't going to bring it up today. Uh-oh. And you counseled me to not bring it up. I mean, I didn't want you to. I, I got your best interest in mind. That would have made for a boring segment. That's <laughs> all about the content. I mean, what are we doing? Yeah. He has to go home. She's not here, bro. She's on the plane. She's coming back. She might forget. These things get posted. No, 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 no. She might forget. No, she knows this is going to be a topic okay. of conversation. All right. All right, all right. And by the way, if she did it, if she did it, and she knows she did it, and she, I mean, she'll own many, it, I'm pretty sure. How many ones did you have? Huh? 16, Mike. 16. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I'm, I am being the devil's advocate here with the highest score in the room. I'm going to be honest. That's, that, uh, that's not just us. I'm telling you right now. I know Susie. She, I think this is a combination, maybe. A combo platter. Oh, combo platter. What, 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 well, I'm saying I, there's no way to change. for two? Well, so it was funny, it was funny yesterday. Last night I took an Uber to dinner to meet her. Oh. And so... <laughs> So I'm I'm I'm, I'm on the phone and uh, she and she yep. calls me. Uh-oh. She calls me up and I you know I'm like hey hi how are you hun what's going on how you doing and um, she goes are you in an Uber I'm like yes it's a beautiful car it's really clean <laughs> the driver's great the great. driver's great <laughs> this is what he says this is what she says I'm like the driver's great it's great and she says to me are you trying to work on your Uber right <laughs> and I said. Absolutely. Fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. That happened last night. She called me on it. She says, are you trying to work on your oh. river rating? I'm like, yes, oh. I am using you for that. Keep asking questions. Another uh, is to Let me tell you how great this driver is. Let me tell you how great this car is. It's a smooth ride. Smooth I'll be, ride. I'm going to be there on time. I'll be there early. Guys got it all mapped out. Right, you want to know where I am right now, sir? Where are we? Oh, yeah, we're great. JT's oh, yeah. for later. To the hell. Buttering up. And Uber I did the Del Tufo. I said, five stars, sir. Thank you. And I watched him. As I, he goes, he goes, he's go, he goes thank you. Leave. And I watched as, as, yes. he, as I left the car. No parts. Gave me the same. That's it. You got to watch. I do have Some game in the system. Pulled for later. <laughs> well done. I, I mean, I applaud that. There was the car didn't smell. <laughs> what, if no did? what if it oh. did? <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. <laughs> TJ's big-ass grab bag to play us out, everybody. <laughs> to play us out. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. 
Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Rogue Irons, Callaway Rogue SD Irons. You probably see him uh, right now in the PGA Championship second round in the middle of all that. I use the Rogue ST Irons. There's one there for every type of golfer. There's four different types of Rogue SD Irons. All of them use artificial intelligence uh, on high strength 450 steel. It's the only irons ever to do so. So you can definitely feel the difference. And like I said, there's a version of the Rogue ST Irons for every player. There's the uh, ST Max, the Rogue ST Max, designed for the widest range of players because of its refined game improvement, shaping, and incredible combo of speed, forgiveness, all around performance. The Rogue ST Pros for the low to mid single digit handicappers. The best game improvement model is the Max OS. That's for the mid to high handicappers. High launch, wide soles, lots of forgiveness. Max OS Lite, though, is the most forgiving high launch iron that's got the widest soles, increased lofts, and a high, lightweight package for players with slower swing, swing speeds. Look, no other irons perform like the new Rogue ST irons. Find your Rogue ST irons at CallawayGolf.com slash go rogue. All right, TJ Jefferson, let's finish it up uh, with the what's in the TJ's big-ass grab bag to send us to our weekend. What's in the bag? What's in the bag, TJ? What in the world is in that bag? What you got in that bag? I like the drop. Let's never play that first drop again. Okay. All right. Kaboom. (laughs) Guess who stepped in the room? TJ here. Listen, guys, I've had this grab bag for a few weeks. You know, didn't get to do it. But I wanted to show some love to some people that deserve to have love shown to them. And I think all of us here, we're pretty much mama's boys. We were, right? So... This was for moms. And what I wanted to do was dig in the big ass grab bag and talk about sitcom moms and give you TJ's top five favorite TV sitcom moms. Okay, go for it. All right. And again, you guys have to remember, these are shows that I watched growing up, you know, shows that really just I felt, you know, so Mrs. Partridge and, you know, the Brady Bunch, unfortunately, they're not going to make this list rich before you crap on me. For, I'm not crapping for, on for anything. Go for it. Go for <laughs> All right. It. So coming in at number five, this is a newer TV show. It's kind of current right now. And Rich, you have a you have a thing you say about Jewish mothers, right? You you bring it up a lot here well, on the I show. I have one. Yeah. And this woman, I think, is she's kind of like the epitome. She, epitome. she <laughs> encompasses all those things you say. And that's Beverly Goldberg from the Goldbergs. Ah, now, the yeah. definition of smother. You know, Beverly loves her kids so much, they kind of wish she didn't. She's got a strong personality. She's got the illest sweater game on TV. And, you know, she means well despite her overbearing and sometimes frightening nature. Wendy McClendon Covey plays her great. I love the Goldbergs, and I love her portrayal of the mom, Beverly. Uh, coming in at number four, you guys ever wondered about this TV that I have sitting behind me on set? That's actually a prop from a TV show. And it works with this mom who comes in at number four. You know, she smokes a little bit. And yes, she has a cocktail or two or three. But, you know, this mom deserves it. And it's Kitty Foreman of That 70s Show. And, you know, she's a nurse. So she has to deal with people. And we all know how it is when you got to deal with people, which may explain the drink that she has. Plus, she has to come home to a sometimes grumpy husband, two children of her own, and then pretty much every neighborhood kid in 
hanging out in her basement making it smell like a Led Zeppelin concert. If you if you see what did I'm Ashton saying. Did Ashton give you that TV? He did not. I took that off of set during the last uh, the last nice. episode. So, yeah. so that was the TV that the Foremans and all the kids oh, nice. in the '70s show would hang out and watch. And you know, I have a you know, I have a, obviously I have a little bit of a tie to to, to Deborah Joe Rupp in this show, but I love that '70s show. And you know, I got to put Kitty Foreman in at number four on my list. Now coming in at number three, this one was pretty easy. It's called Name Recognition. And this mom, along with her husband, they moved on up to a deluxe apartment. Yes, in the, in the sky. Okay. Weezy Jefferson. Weezy. Louise. And I mean, like I said, it's obvious because we shared the last name. You know, she moved up to the yeah. east side. And, you know, we never got to see Weezy raise a kid because Lionel was pretty much already old and on his way out by the yes. time the Jefferson became okay. a thing. But, you know, she's the one who kept George in line. And, you know, that was a full time job. And also, Weezy showed her compassion. She spent all of her time at the help center helping out the less yes. fortunate. And she also had to deal with one of the most insufferable mother-in-laws in the history, Mama Jefferson. So because of that, I got to put Weezy in at number three. Coming in at number two, this mother, like most of these great TV moms, always had an open kitchen and an open arm and an open ear if you ever had a problem. That's Marion Cunningham, Mrs. C. Happy Days. I loved Happy Days, guys. I don't know if you, you were a fan of the yeah, show. Of course. Are but, you, you know, in addition to her own family, Joni, Chachi, sometimes Chuck, yes. she might have Fonzie, Ralph Mouth, Potsy all hanging out. She was always quick with a sandwich, a glass of milk, and a kind word. And, you know, Mrs. C, man, she just makes me smile when I think about her. And coming in at number one, this was my all-time favorite TV show, and I'd never seen a mom quite like her. She had her stuff together in a way that had never been presented, especially for a black mom on television, and that's Claire Huxtable of The Cosby Show. You know, she um, she kind of served as the primary disciplinarian in the household. Uh, she dole out advice, punishment, and discipline. And, you know, plus she was a lawyer. She kept a clean house, and she stayed fly. Claire Huxtable always looked good. She always looked put together. And, you know, just some of my best memories are Thursday nights watching her with my family and looking at someone who looked like us presented in a way I'd never seen before. So that's TJ's top five sitcom moms. As always, interested to see what you guys have to say. And her actual daughter playing a lawyer right now on Billions. And she's fantastic at it. Fantastic. Appreciate the top five. Big ass grab bag. That'll wrap it up for this show. Thanks to George Kittle and Jeff Passan and... Uh, Yannick Ngakwe will wrap up this show to send you to the weekend in a moment.